Stop being ignorant. Stop saying stuttering Sam. Stuttering Stanley. We are the champions, my friend. And we'll keep on fighting to the end. We are the champions. We are the champions. No time for losing because we are the champions of the world. Of the world. Shout out to the Washington Capitals, the 2018 Stanley Cup champions, DC Zone. And that's how I'm starting the show. This is your boy, Carlos D. And this is your girl, Christy. I never knew that you watched hockey. You knew it because... I always talk about D.C., my love for D.C. sports. We finally got a champion back in D.C. After 26 long, stressful years, I finally could celebrate a championship for a local team, and I was very excited about it. Where's your gear? I don't see a, uh, a hat. It's on layaway. It's on layaway. I should have it by 2019 oh, playoffs, good, when the good. 2019 playoffs start. Did you get the black guy to sign it? Not yet, but I did go to the parade, and I did see his black ass. Oh, really? Do you think he's going to go to the um, White House? No, he already said he's not going. Oh, good for him. And that's why I was saying, you know, uh, they was letting government workers get two hours of leave to go to the parade, right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a friend of mine. I was like, you know Trump only did that because he noticed like the only team that probably will come visit him in the White House. So <laughs> he's trying to get in their good graces. Well, and, everybody else keep canceling on him. Well, and since they ran into uh, his daughter and her husband at the at Let's the not talk about that. That was just a coincidence. That was not planned. That was just the, they happened to be in the same place at the same time. We're not talking about that. We're not bringing it up. The cup is not tainted. We are not cursed. We will be okay. Anyway, let's move on. Just want to give a quick shout out to the Washington Capitals, who are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions, because I love all things DC sports, and I do also love hockey. If you have been watching, follow me on Snapchat, you would know that. GFO Jones. Welcome back to the P- the PLP Podcast. You can find us on places like Google, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Please like, rate, review, and follow us. You can find us at email at theplppodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Instagram at theplppodcast. I'm coming to Twitter eventually, but I am so effing lazy. Yes, you are. That I may never get to Twitter. And then I feel like I'm going to get banned within my first couple of weeks at Twitter. Why would you get banned? For saying something outrageous. Yeah. I'm an outrageous motherfucker. And you know that about me. I think, well, that's true. But you should just try your hand at it. Go ahead and, and delve into Shea Butter Twitter and find out everything that you're missing out Plus, on. Plus, I said, like I told you, I don't, I don't want to be on black Twitter. I don't want to be on the regular Twitter. Well, it's not a separate, it's not a separate login for black Twitter. Although you, you somebody, sure? It's not. I'm sure. Well, can you try to work on that? You smart. Just, it's based on who you like the people that you follow. I'm and only gonna anyway, follow Issa Rae. white people and different people of different backgrounds will still log into Black Twitter and be having their accounts, just like they were on Black Planet and stuff back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I digress. So, uh, what's going on? What's what's new? Nothing, man. Just chilling. Welcome. Happy to be back. Ready to get back to work. Episode number twenty-eight. Okay. Okay. Over a year in this podcasting game. We're veterans now. Veterans in the game. Still not getting paid, but maybe one day. Perfect. Nah, because then they're going to try to change us. 
and I can't be changed. I won't sell and we'll out. We'll be up here reading ads. Like I won't sell out. Audible.com. Audible.com. And what's that razor commercial everybody does? Bevel. Bevel. Go get your bevel. Go get your um. And then the t-shirt bras. T-shirt bras. Go get your um. Nature box. Go get all that stuff. Your headspace. And tell them we sent you, but we don't got no promo code, and you won't get no percentage off. None. What's up with you, homie? I went to a male burlesque show last Sunday. Okay. Big was, dicks. Uh, they weren't showing penises. No. no. But you know there were uh, abs and um, gyrations, legs and butts and gyrations. And, and a lot of acrobatics. I really had a good time. Like I want to go back. I went mm. to um, Saks Lounge in D.C. Uh, for their burlesque show and brunch. Mm. Uh, nice crowd of men, very handsome men, very athletic and acrobatic. Did they allow tipping? Yes. And this one of them came over to me and he gave me a lap dance. Mm. I didn't know how to react because, you know, I'm very conservative. Your face was red, bright face, red. Face was bright red. But we had a, a, a nice, good time, a celebration. Um, but in other news, we got our first email. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> this so, is the first time hearing of this. Yes, it's a surprise. So it's a little bit lengthy, but are I they think asking for advice? They do have some question for us at the end, All right, and they on. also give you props, which I don't. Oh, wanna, better have. I don't want to blow your head up any Big further. Big up to Brooklyn. But um, we heard from Jay from the By the Chance podcast. Oh, uh, that's my boy. Okay, Jay okay. Del Negro. Well, I don't know him, but I, I I listen to a show. Yes, you guys have similar last names, Del Negro and Delgado. True, true, that's, true. That's interesting. And we both light bright brothers. Both light bright, yes. So the email reads, subject line, black TV in the 90s. What's up, good people? I'm a little behind in sending this, but goddamn, that boy Carlos has a skill in 90s sitcom recall. Let's pause right there. It sounds like you've reached out to Jay Del Negro and asked him to say this about I've you. never reached out to the brother okay. in my life, but thank you, brother. Yes, I love <laughs> 90s TV, and my recall is amazing. He said, get that boy on Jeopardy, because I see him flourishing in the Tournament of Champions. <laughs> Homie's callback game is worth all the cash and prizes. <laughs> that episode was really good and really fun to listen to, like most of your shows are. Two things. Thing number one, I never really watched Martin growing up. My grandmother referred to him Negro. My grandmother referred to him as, and I quote, that old fool ass coon. <laughs> oh, what grandma call him? That old fool ass coon. <laughs> and I agree with her. So I would have went with Fresh Prince as the number one sitcom as well. Thing two, a question. Mm -hmm. Since I believe I recall it being mentioned that you two used to be an item, then figured out it was best that y'all not play that game probably because Carlos had too many slides on the side <laughs> assuming so being friends worked best for you guys wow so you're just saying Carlos is just out here cheating I'm, and I'm gonna say not first treating all, women right well and then he said here's the question that's mm -hmm. it here's okay. the question are there different rules for existing relationships with exes like you two are great friends or actors now, but would that be the case if Christy was the one that got away or Carlos was just a rebound or something to do for a summer? Do the feelings you had in the past impact how you currently deal with your exes today? So basically the first question is like, he's saying, I, I so are there different rules for existing relationship with exes? So like with us, we were young. We uh, see, were I, long distance. Mm -hmm. And I just can't emphasize the part that we were young enough. Mm -hmm. um, uh, well, and I think a, a part of it is that you actually 
have to like your ex. And you can't really end on any bad terms. Correct. Like for us, like you said, we were young. We actually did like each other a lot. Not just be um like in a romantic way, but I think before we uh, started date. Well, we didn't. We kind of didn't do a lot of friendship. But I, I had the blog, and we you had you had a blog too. Right, so correct. we got to know a little bit about each other from reading each other's blogs and things like that, and just kind of the correspondence we did before we started kind of getting to become a couple. So that helped us. And then two, I don't think we ended, even though we we did stop talking after we broke up for a little bit because we were dealing with um you know just the feelings of breaking up. Mm-hmm. To me, I never feel like that you did anything bad to me. And no, Delna, uh, no, Jay, I never cheated. Nobody cheated. I don't think, I don't know. Maybe Christian he, he did. He wasn't, and Carlos wasn't a rebound or something to do for the summer. No, no, this was a, yeah. it was a thing. And it may have worked out better if we didn't immediately go to become a long distance relationship. Or it may have worked out for the worse. Right. I think because we didn't really get a chance to kind of really build a relationship that turned into like a major thing. It kind of helped us to, to the point that we could still be friends. Because if we had had like this crazy love affair, or this crazy thing that had a whole bunch of extra parts in it, where it had like a lot of deep stuff in it, we may not have been able to come back and be friends. Yeah, because it wasn't even that long. I don't even think it lasted a year. Maybe no. like seven, eight months. That's it. I think we started dating maybe around the, the end of the winter, like February or right. March. You moved away in like maybe April or early May, and then we made it made it to the end of the summer. Yeah, I want to say that was I, about right because I remember I, I left that job. It was around February. I left we made it to football around, season. I yeah. do remember making the football season because there was times I was like I got to go back about to get home and, and watch the damn game. <laughs> but I didn't leave until after the the first game was over. So no. Yeah, and so uh, I think we answered that question. And then it says the second question was: Do the feelings you had in the past impact how you currently deal with exes today? So I have to say that I haven't ended on a bad term with any of my exes, but I don't talk to or interact regularly with them at all. So mm-hmm. you, Carlos, you are the exception. Like I, I mean, not that I have hard feelings for any about any of my exes, but we not, we're not friends. Like you and I are friends. Yeah. Now. I think the same thing with me. We just, most of my, exes, I didn't know in bad terms, even the, the one that became a lesbian that cheated on me with another girl. Damn. I wasn't really upset with that either. So I didn't have any, even my, cause me and her, we still like didn't have a friendship, but we kind of talked a little bit after that. But I think most of my exes, they just kind of faded away over time. It wasn't right. like we had blah blah, but it's just like you move on in life. I'm not gonna still be talking to my 18 year old girlfriend, you know, 20 years later, whatever it is. You know what right, I mean? right. Um, so no, I think it all for each person is gonna be different, and it all depends on what happened in the relationship, what was the, the what the relationship was all about, and then definitely how it ended. If it ended on super hard terms, it's gonna be hard for you to become friends. Or it ended in a situation where one person was still super pining for the other person, correct? But the other person wasn't. You got to be on an equal kind of footing or playing field if you want to actually turn into a good friendship. And you also kind of got to be at a point where you really have exhausted the point where it says, okay, we know we do not work as a romantic couple, but we still enjoy each other's company. We still enjoy spending time with each other. And we can do that without crossing those lines. Because if you still have that slippery slope of where it can possibly get into crossing lines again, I, th- I don't think that's going to be a long-term successful relationship. Right. I wholeheartedly agree with that. We know, you know, where we stand and we know that we really are just friends and it is hard for people to believe, but it happens. Uh, we're proof of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jay, thank well, you so shout out much. For Jay. For and Jay, email. Martin, you can find Martin on DVD, bro. It's not too late. Yeah, It's still funny to this day. Not the, don't watch the fifth season. Watch one <laughs> through four, but it's still, and if they make the reboot, don't watch that either. Ooh, I hope they can't do it without. It kind of died down. They were talking big about okay. that. Okay. 
They're trying to reboot everything, though, which I hate. All right, well. But um, Shout out, bro. Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, so that was your surprise. I had to wait two weeks for that <laughs> know, since right? we record every two weeks. Um, So you got an overreaction, overreaction or no today? Nah, bro. I don't got one. So I semi have one. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what the segment is about. You just don't want to explain it again. <laughs> I just don't want to explain it. But they get if you listen to the show before you get the gist of it, not go listen to. We've been doing this for like what 12, 13 episodes now. Yeah. Go listen to one of those previous ones. Give us another listen if you can. So Jada Pinkett Smith is out here oversharing on the internet, mm. and she overshared most recently that her grandmother introduced her to uh, sexual gratification and masturbation. Personal sexual gratification. <clears throat> and at a prior young age. prior to that, she shared that Jaden moved out of the house at the age of thirteen. But that was that wasn't news. We knew that. I didn't know that. Man, that was that was the news when I even first did it. I don't I never remember hearing that. But this most recent thing, y'all are doing too much. Celebrities and just people in general are doing too much on the internet, oversharing stuff that we would rather really not know and don't understand hmm. how it benefits us you sharing that you learned to but that's, masturbate I mean, that's her story. That's so her you, story. you seem to be the upset that was, you are upset that she was, are you upset that she was talking about that particular topic or that she's talking too much about personal things in general? That particular topic and that it was so personal and like beyond taboo. Like I don't think, but is it ta- for me it mm. wasn't, it doesn't sound normal. Because she was so young. But because she was so young and then to the way that the headline was phrased, I don't know if she used those exact words, but that, you know, her grandmother taught her to masturbate. And it's just like, yo, like what? That sounds borderline sexual abuse. I'm not saying mm. that, you know, I'm not trying to go out there and claim that. Now you got me happened. thinking though. But now I'm smart. curious though, like, how did her grandmother actually teach her grandmother explain to her how to play with her? clitoris to get her <laughs> off or did the grandmother actually physically show her because now I didn't even think about that part of it. <laughs> like I heard this story but I didn't think about how did her grandmother show her this it's it's nasty it's one thing for you to, for your grandmother to be like now you know you better protect yourself mm-hmm. or uh you know you know keep your pocketbook mm. closed or don't open your legs to boys but if you're going on to a whole new level of keep your pocketbook closed and this is how you do it to yourself that's that's just a little far mm. and you know maybe you know they have that level of comfortability in their family because obviously she's passing that down to her own daughter by yeah. discussing mm-hmm. that in front of her mm-hmm. and sharing um her addiction to sex toys just inappropriate like this in, like in my opinion um did, let me ask about you. We we since this ain't even really an overaction at all because it's just basically your it's, reaction. It's not, no, but no, but people <laughs> were this. when I was looking on. So people um, were upset about on Instagram, looking at the return the um comments. Mm-hmm. People were kind of like, "This is sick. This is weird," and you know. So for me, people were overreacting. They they were acting appropriately because you think that was? was that was out the gate. Mm. But that led me to you. Did you and your mom ever have talks like this? No. No I, sex talks. No talks about. Pleasuring yourself or just no sex talks in general? No. And there was only one incident that happened, which I do not want to relive, where I was, a, I was a, you know, in college and she found something of mine and we oh. never talked about it ever again. Um, please um, send us an email about that, um, Mama Christy. You can so, get our second email ever. So, Mom, if you're listening to this, you probably remember, but it was just like, we, no, we didn't. It's, I don't <laughs> think it's appropriate you? to be. She Ooh. found a, I mean, I, where was it though? Like, was it like out in your room it's or was it like long, in a drawer? It's a long story. All right, tell me. We're going to talk about that after the show. Yeah. Well, but that's crazy. To be, no, we did not talk about that at all. And mm. I remember like when I was younger, and we going off on a whole tangent because it's Sorry. not even what it's the episode show. is about. It's our show. We do what we want. 
I remember one time I came home and I had um, a passion mark on my neck, Ooh. and I know, and, and my mom was very. And you were nine years old. Me. I was not nine years old. <laughs> I was like probably a sophomore, um, junior in college. Oh, so we never had like the conversation. If you're but... 20 years old and you the first time come home with a damn passion mark, your mother better. I wasn't out. 20 years old. As a, I mean, I mean, a sophomore in um, high school. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, if you were in college, your mom was still <laughs> checking on your neck. I was like, yeah, damn. Your mom was strict. No, no. Oh, okay. So for me, it was just like, yuck, that's nasty. And stop sharing that stuff. Nobody cares. Nobody share. Have that Facebook conversation between the three of y'all. You do not need to broadcast all of that. Um, See, I don't mind people sharing whatever they want to share because somebody can say that about you. Don't talk on this show. That's, that's true. her business. She let her, she can talk about what she wants to. If you don't want to like it or don't want to listen to it, then don't listen to it. So I don't have a problem with her sharing it. Now that you brought up the fact that, because I, I just, I saw the story and I, I heard about it. But I didn't really connect the fact, like, how did she teach her? Did she actually physically teach her how to do it? Which is, that's kind of on the on the, on borderline of sexual assault. Even or did she just explain to her? Even, from where I got the story, she just uh-huh. explained to her that you need to learn to pleasure yourself. That way, you won't be caught up in no man pleasure you and then get like digmatized. I thought that she was just explaining to her that. The importance of it, not physically showing her how to do it. I don't know. I'm not saying that. I don't know. I don't think. Hopefully, she didn't physically show her that. I'm thinking that it was an explanation, but still. You think young as a lawyer? My grandmother wouldn't have been, you know, saying that. And then at the age of yeah, nine. You might not be. You might not be as open as them. Like I I always think, sex talk. I think it is important. No, but that's gonna be kind of what we talk about in, in the rest of the show. Okay. Um, just because of the circumstances of our growing up. Uh huh. But. to me, I think it's important to start at an early age teaching kids uh, about sex, not to encourage them to do it, but to, you know, as eventually they're going to do it, to let them educate themselves so they'll be educated to protect themselves and also educated to the fact that people aren't doing anything inappropriate to them that, and, yes. they, and they too ashamed or too <clears throat> not open to talk to you about it because you make text such a taboo subject. So that's what I think is definitely important to start. It's not too young. I don't know. I don't know the exact age, but I think you should always keep it in their mind that it's okay to, for them to come and talk to you, especially about any curiosity that they can learn. That way they'll learn it from you and they're not learning it from their friends who don't know it, just anything like they don't know anything or for some fast ass friend. Or from Instagram or Twitter. Or, yeah, or, 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 or like a lot of us learn it from porn. Oh my God, yeah. And this this is, anyway. Mm-hmm. But no, it, all that stuff is right at your fingertips because the other day I was on Twitter, accidentally went down somebody's rabbit hole and came across you know, some pornography like videos. I didn't have to press on anything. I was just scrolling and it was just like popping up. So it really is at the top of your, you know, right at their fingertips. So I agree that we need to like intervene with our kids. Yeah, so they'll get a healthy idea as to what sex is. Um, Yeah, but I just didn't, however, however that situation happened, it was very like provocative the Mm -hmm. way that it was you know, expressed on social media, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this is way too much, and shut up. Also. I mean, well, you also got to learn that she has a, a TV show, so you got to sell it. And you got to sell it through provocative things. So, I mean, I think every yeah. one of her shows, I haven't seen them yet, but I've heard that it's a good show. Um, she didn't did, went through like a lot of different things, talking about, I think she had an episode with her husband's ex-wife, where they kind of got, not into a fight, but they kind of was talking about that experience and everything associated with that. She talked to her beef with, or beef her with fake uh, some lady, Gabriel Union, all this type of stuff. So she's something to show. So it's not shocking. But yeah, nine may be a little bit young to teach your kids about masturbation. But don't don't hide things from your children because if you don't teach them about it, they're going to find out it through the internet. And it's, it may not always be in a positive light. That message. Message. That's a public service announcement. Very uh, good. All right. So. So as we record this, 
coming up this weekend is a holiday. And one of those holidays that the man has decided that is important to us. But maybe it's not important to all of us. That and I'm referring correct. to, you were just talking on the phone before we started. You said you didn't even know, or you were supposed to be doing something on Sunday, but you didn't even know it was Father's Day until the friend reminded you. Right. I went and paying Father's Day any mind. Not a lick bit of mind. Not a lick bit of mind because I did not grow up with my father. <gasps> and neither did you. Is that correct? That is correct. So the subject of our show, and this is a topic that we have wanted to address back when we started the podcast like this is one of the topics that came up but we never like found a way to you was too it emotional in. you was too emotional and, and i didn't know if i wanted to talk about it but you 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 healed and you're ready to finally come to terms as i have become your <laughs> male oh, older male role father model figure. father figure oh, in your Lord. life you've really grown close to me and Child. i have told you how to talk about things <laughs> so in that respect how do you want to do you want to talk about what do you how well, do you want to go d- dwell down the hole? It's this. It's the holiday is not as big as Mother's Day. Well, no, because fathers don't get the same love that they get that mothers get. Mother and mothers hold it down. Mothers do more work in the first place. They do everything in the first. place. Well, they used to. I mean, the way society is changing now, you got more stay home dads. You got more dads playing that nurturing role. But historically, women have Mother's Day has been a bigger holiday because women have been placed on a higher pedestal when it comes to child rearing. Because Mother's Day is not for the husband to the wife or the father to the mother. It's more for the kids to celebrate their parents. That's true. That brings up a, just a quick little aside. Yeah. So if you were married and it's Mother's Day are you get, and you had kids with your wife, are you giving your wife a Mother's Day card? Yeah. Okay. I know some people who don't believe in that. I would like, give, it's about me and my mother, not my wife. Um, I would give, I mean, I'll probably probably buy the cards on the kids we have, but I would probably give her one too because now that she is a mother of a kid a kid i guess of mine then i'm celebrating her for giving me that gift that they say children yes i agree that's so yes. but it to me it'll be more onus on me helping the kids do something and not me necessarily giving her a gift or some type of present mm-hmm, but i'll probably mm-hmm. just give her a card or something like that but see like because we talk about father's day and we keep talking about mother's day but anywho um yes i don't we really didn't pan out how we want to do this episode but um i am in my 30s and i did not meet or I didn't grow up with my father mm-hmm. and I didn't meet him until I was like 20, 21. And the only reason I Me met too. him, we're twins. We are. The only reason I you met sure we're him, the same day? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. The only reason I met him was because someone, um, a family member died and he was at the funeral and my mom was at the funeral and he was like, Oh, I guess I'm ready to meet my daughter. And it was like, damn, it's somebody dying for, you know, for you to want to meet me. And I guess it was just like an opportunity because we live in different States and there would have been no other circumstance that my mom and he would have been in the same mm-hmm. room. So I'm like 2021. 20, and mind you, like growing up, I don't remember like ever missing out on having a father. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, I just I didn't feel like I missed anything. It wasn't until I got to college that my roommate, she had a really close relationship with her father Mm -hmm. and he was like so nurturing and, you know, even caring to me, like the few times that I saw him. And then I started to like feel some kind of way like, damn, you know, I I, I never had a father in my life. And then then around the same time is when that family member passed away. Mm -hmm. And um, so that summer, like I went down cold. I think I maybe talked to him on the phone, but I went down cold and I spent like a week with him and his I, family. Really? Yes. Mm. And I, I caught a bus down there and he picked me up from the Greyhound bus station. 
and we were both chewing big red gum, which I thought was weird because <laughs> mm-hmm. like of all the gums oh, like, in the by world. By coincidence? By coincidence. It was, okay. like, it was like my favorite gum and he, that was also his favorite gum. Picks me up, yada, 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 get to his house. Um, oh, I also have another sibling, another sister and another oh, brother I that. that I never met. So I met a whole different side of my family when I was 20, 21. Mm-hmm. But, and I guess I'll stop right there. Um, just in case you want to tell your story, yes. I feel like there'll be some like overlap as we continue the Possibly. conversation. Mine is a little bit different to same thing. What you said, like growing up just didn't have, um, you know, my biological father wasn't around and just like you didn't really miss it. Cause I guess you just don't miss what you don't know. Right. And it, it wasn't like I didn't have, I mean, I had like uncles and I had like a grandfather and I'll talk about like father figures in our lives a little bit later. I just didn't know this person. So mine is, I, I guess a little bit different than yours. So what, and so I'm same thing. I'm turning like, I'm like 20 or 21 and I don't know where we never talked about it with my mother. Like our entire life. We just never talked about this. It was not something we talked about. Nothing that came up ever. Right. She, I never went to her and say, Hey, where's dad? And she never came to me and says, let me tell you about your dad. None of this stuff. So out of the blue, she gave me, she gives me this letter, right? Uh huh. But it's not a letter to me. It's a letter to him. And it's this whole story about this backstory where she, I guess they were dating or whatever. She was pregnant. She did not tell him. Mm-hmm. And they broke up. And then this was her telling him 20 years later. That she was pregnant. Well, that she had a whole grown oh, son. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, this this wasn't a letter she was writing back then. This was a letter she was writing now. Oh, okay. Right now, because she mm-hmm. was getting talking to him I, I don't know how I guess Facebook or somehow they reconnect. I don't know how it was. Okay. But I guess she was ready to finally tell this thing. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But I, at that point, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. And not that, that there was a, uh, clearly, if this is to be true, and I will trust what my mother says is the truth. I don't know why she would make up this grand story. Um, I, I just didn't care. Anymore. But at that point, I was like, all right, I'm grown now. I'm like, right. 21, I don't really need to have a dad now. I didn't miss out on it now. But she was like, it was really important for her if I would at least meet this, meet him. So what happens was they told me, they was like, for some reason we met at my aunt's house. Okay. And my aunt was also telling me the same thing. This is really important. Your mother go do it. So we met, we talked for a couple of hours. He was telling me about him. He was just as, you know, surprised as I was. We had a lot of talks, but I just didn't feel any type of real connection or any type of vibe. Nothing. He said the same thing. He had two, you know, he had like one on with his life. He had got married. He had mm-hmm. a wife. He mm-hmm. had, I think two sons that were of course younger than me. And they all like lived together as a nice little happy family. Mm-hmm. And he was all talking about, oh, you know, we'll do stuff, we'll do this, we'll do that, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of times he, and the thing that was annoying me was he kept telling me how I should feel about whatever it is, like how what I mean? should be feeling in this moment, like you, I, you should feel this way or you feel this way. And I was like, no, I don't feel that way because you don't t- know like, me. What exactly was he telling you to feel? Like this you should so feel happy, uh, not happy, but like. He was just telling me that I should be what what my feelings will be or what I should be thinking right now. And I was like, okay, no, nah, I don't like people telling me that. I I don't need nobody to tell me what I should be thinking about nothing. I know mm-hmm. how I felt about whatever it was. So we did a little song and pony dance, blah blah blah. Lasted maybe an hour, hour or hour or two, whatever it was that we talked. Uh, you know, we'll do this. We'll meet up again. Blah blah blah. We'll start a relationship. I was like, yeah, whatever. That was the last time I ever saw him in person. That was the last time I never really talked to him again. Never got a text or nothing. When I did graduate from college, I did get a check in the mail oh. for like I, I want to say like twenty five or fifty dollars. Uh-huh. Just like mm-hmm. you know, people give you money when you think. Yeah. Did not cash the check. Just was like, you did? no, for what? Like, what, why are you giving me this random check? Twenty five dollars? 
back in the day, you could have got okay. a pair of jeans. It wasn't 100 them. years ago. <laughs> uh, but it was like, all right, thanks. And um, But I just was like, not, I don't really need it. I mean, why you give me? Even from, because it wasn't like I graduated like two months later. I graduated like maybe a year later. So oh, I'm like 2021. 20, yeah, it's oh, later. Okay, got it, so got when it. I finally graduated from college, I was like, okay, thanks, but. Mm-hmm. Cool. We haven't really talked since that day. I haven't seen you. I haven't talked to you on the phone. I have nothing, and that's just kind of the end of it. And then kept going on with my life, and that's what it is. So it's a little different story. Yeah. And the fact that I don't know what. See, your story seems like your dad knew he had a kid, but he yes. just did not take any. And maybe I don't know if y'all ever talked about that. Did y'all ever have a discussion about why he wasn't more actively involved? He never. And because I felt like I went into it like, all right, the past is the past, you know, just let's just start over from today. And you wanted like a relationship with him, even as a I, I wanted to try, but like you can't force a relationship with a parent. It grow. There was no way to, to to build a relationship with him when you don't. There's nothing you don't share any common history. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, he wasn't there. Like when I'm supposed to do go back and tell you all my problems and when I graduated and mm-hmm. you know like I, I can't even put it into words but you know what I mean like you, how well, do you build a relationship with somebody I think at that meeting them because I, th- I think at that point the whole being a father thing helping you grow raising you that's done you're already grown right so th- at that point all you can really be is this person's friend and it's hard to be friends with a- <laughs> But I'm, I'm being serious because no, like you're, right. you're not going to give me life lessons anymore. I'm a grown ass person. I already lived. You know, I've been through all the fights and all the right. toughness and, and learning and everything. Without you, I don't need you for anything. And unless uh, maybe it, you're not giving me money, you like I'm not leaving you because I need like I'm not reaching out to you for financial reasons or anything like that. Right. So it's just hard to build a relationship. So at that point, it's just like any friend. You even, and if you don't connect or vibe with them just because they're your father or, or they helped birth you or rape, you know, they didn't raise you, they didn't love you, mm-hmm. and you just have no connection with them. So if you don't have a connection with them, you're not going to have an onus to, like, make it grow, especially if they're not giving you back the same effort. Like, you seem like you was giving effort. I don't know what his effort was. So, and, and then let me just go back to this. I don't, I feel like he tried to offer an explanation, but I don't remember what it was. And I remember I was really, really, really young. And I guess we had to go get like a blood test or blood work to prove that he was my father, even though he like was my father. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I had to take a picture, like a Polaroid picture. And I guess they sent it to him to show him. And then I also got a Polaroid picture of him, I think. Mm. But I don't ever remember what he like looked like or if I actually saw that. And I have to ask my mom if that really happened or if I'm if I'm making, making it up. But, up. I, but I think it did. But like... So I wanted to try, but like you said, it was awkward. And then I also had two other siblings who I'm, I'm their big sister. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you have a relationship with somebody? And so I think I kind of tried, but I was like more waiting on him. Cause I'm like, it's your turn. Like, all right, you done said you wanted to meet me. Mm-hmm. C- call me every day. Call me every week. Call, don't just call me on a holiday. And so that's when things like I just started to notice. And I guess, yes, it's going to be hard for him too, but this is on you because you were the father. You were the one. You're the re- part of the reason I'm here, so you need to make more of the effort. Right. That's how I felt. I, yeah. And he only made the effort like the day before or the day after my birthday. I was like, he would never get it spot on. Mm. Um, and then like on the holidays, and then I got to a point where I was just like, this is like I'm tired of faking and pretending. And like when he would call, you know, how are you doing? How's work? Are you dating anybody? And 
I would answer the questions and just try to like think of stuff to say. Mm-hmm. Say it was just really hard and awkward. Right. And I think the final straw was, like I said, I do have a sister and a brother, and mm-hmm. they live where he lives. And like one time, he called me and he was like, "Yeah, I hadn't heard from him in months." And he calls me and he tells me I need to call my sister. You call her. You da- you her father. You go be her father. Why are you calling me? Not even asking me how I'm doing. You're you're calling me to tell me to go check on somebody else. Call and check on me. Mm. So I was offended. I was hurt. And mm-hmm. so long story short, I blocked their phone number. So I, I blocked everybody off. Blocked Just everybody cut them all out. Off. And I haven't talked, you know, to them since. But then recently there was another death of a family friend. And I got in my feelings and I was like, maybe I should like try to reach back out. And I was gonna send a Father's Day card just to say, like, hey, like forgive me can we start all over um and that's i haven't like gone through with that but it's, it's a i'm like it's a con it's a i keep going back and forth it's really going to be hard to have like a real relationship with him um and i did call him dad really like, off I, the break mm, i think maybe i just didn't say his name at first but mm-hmm. eventually like when he would call be like oh hey dad or Ooh. like make reference to him um and like so I mean, that's my experience. That's my story. Like I said, I had my uncles, um, you right. know, when I would see them on holidays, you know, I've always had a grandfather, but that, you know, that old father figure Just never had it. Around. And, um, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's tough. And I understand where you definitely be coming from. Cause it's like, okay. End of the day, you are the parent. So I think the the effort really should be on your part. If you really want to have a relationship with your kid. Like, I didn't ask you to be my parent. You made me. I didn't make you my parent. So if you really are serious about, like, us building a relationship, I already came out of my way to come to you and say, hey, I really want to make this work. You got to go, like, a little bit above and beyond. And if that (laughs) means calling me every day or really trying to make me feel appreciated or wanted even as an adult, even as a grown-up, because... You should, you should do it. He should have went out of his way to really make that happen, and it doesn't feel like that he did do that. And the same thing in my situation. We had the one conversation, and maybe I would have been more open to it if I would have got more you know, positive feedback from it. But it was like it was this one conversation we had. The majority of the conversation, you're trying to tell me what I should be experiencing or how I should feel about something when you don't even know who I am. Mm-hmm. And then that, that's not going to make me want to be like actively interested or engaged. And then no follow-up no feedback here it is more than 10 years later still have not heard a word so did y'all exchange numbers i don't honestly no, i don't even remember this was so long this was one two-hour conversation with this man and so that's why at the end of the day people who are listening mm-hmm. be be present in your child's life and and for and for situations where okay it's difficult or you know the other parent is actively trying not to let you be part of part of their life you know that's a different scenario but, but even in that, still focus. Do whatever you can. Don't 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 take the easy way out of. Oh, she ain't giving you hard. And I'm saying she, but he he or she. But I'm just saying she because usually some bum dude talking about some woman ain't giving him some hard time, and it's usually for some reason. But I ain't gonna man bash. But I'm saying even if that is the case, male or female, that the other part, whoever has the primary custody, is giving you a hard time about it. Keep fighting. Take if you got to take them to court, do that. But don't just give up on being a part of your kid's life. Because you're going to regret it in the end. Yeah, and it's going to, you know, it's going to hurt them, and you're going to regret it, like you said, Clint. Because there, you know, are situations where as men grow older, you know, they, all of them, Mm -hmm. everybody has regrets when you get older. So imagine 
you're 60, 70 years old and you know that you ran out on your kids or you were never there in the first place, you're going to start back and you're going to have regretted that and you're going to want them to be in your life. And there's there's no way to start start over. There's no way to get back those years. And, you know, like I just said, all that after all that time has passed, I mean, yeah, man, time you can't get back. Yeah, time is that one thing that you can't make any more of. You can make more money. You can make a whole bunch of other stuff, get new possessions. But we ain't getting our time back. So once you waste it, it's going to be gone. And if you I mean, just be there and it don't if you don't got financial, be there with time. You know, take them places, uh, be a part of their life, teach them to do, help them with their homework, come over and just take them to the park. It always got to be about, okay, your money not right, so you don't want, you feel like you don't want to be a part of their life. Right. Time is more important than money. And yeah, they'll you know. remember the experiences more than any money or child support check. I'll tell you that much, which we, my mom never really got a lot for me for child support. I wonder how much she, you know, really yeah, my mom didn't get nothing. Cause, but that was on her, because she... You know, she do play a role in that, mm-hmm. uh, in in, this, in her particular situation, because she, I don't, and I still, I, I, you know, I never even really got into why she did that part even. What like, part? What that? About not telling them. What was that all about? I never. Really, I'm just not a curious person. <laughs> I just <laughs> well, not maybe, care about stuff like that. But then, yeah, I, not. I mean, she was a young lady at the time, so maybe, maybe that helped. Maybe, maybe that was a different product. generation, or you know. Also, just another little PSA: if you are a bum deadbeat dad. Don't get in it, and then the lady you had the kid with moves on and gets a new guy who is treating the kid right, who is respectful, who is in their life. Don't be an asshole to the dude just because you just are jealous. Just doing what you can't do. Yeah, just, or, or what you, you refuse to, to do. do. Yeah, don't get a motherfucker. I mean, don't get a dude a hard time. He's just trying to treat your kid in a good way, so you should show him that courtesy and still be actively involved. I mean, you both, he don't have to be, he's not trying to replace you, but if he gonna be around, he gonna be around. And would you rather he be shitty to your kid, or would you rather he be like a nice second role model in his life? Mm. He can have more than one. That reminds me of a certain situation. What situation? Then? Somebody you know personally? No, not that I know personally. Some celebrities. Oh, don't talk about that. We already. We don't about talk about now. them. But anyway, so wait, so just going back to this. So, do you feel that's an appropriate question or conversation to have with your mom? Like, would you feel like would you ever go and sit oh, down and be if like, I mom? Care? If I care, yeah, I, I could. I feel like you should. Be, I could talk to her about whatever I need mm-hmm. to talk to her about. Okay. Has she? Did she ever ask you what happened as a follow up to that meeting, or has she brought him up since? Sometimes she don't do it really anymore, but she used to be like uh, talking about it, or I'll be like, I'll be talking about my brother and sister, you know, the one that I grew up with, mm-hmm. and she'll be like, well, you know, you got two other brothers or whatever. I was like, she was like, seemed really heavily invested in this making that work, but I honestly think that's just because she felt bad because. You know, what she did made it that it wasn't like a dad around, but, and I think she might think I feel bad about that. But mm-hmm. like I said, I didn't really ever feel bad about it because you don't miss I what you don't miss have. It. I did not miss it. Never and maybe that's another product of how some people grew up. I, I'm trying to remember, do I have a lot of friends that had like dads around? Because, but, but, because, but it's not true because all my cousins, they all had, like my cousins, my two uncles, they, you know, they was both of it, they and their kids' lives still to this day. My aunts who had kids uh, with their husbands, with their husbands, they may be divorced, but they, their dads was always still mm-hmm. around. Even though they, they didn't work as a couple, they still had dads around. Um, my boy, he had his dad. I'm mean, some of the guy, you know, what we were just talking about, the dude I knew my entire life, he had his dad around. So I'm trying to remember that I know a lot of kids growing up. 
But I also didn't go to a lot of people's like houses. Like I only really saw people like in school mm-hmm. or like out in the neighborhood. I didn't really like go and see what their parent parent life was. Thinking back, just maybe the high school and middle school, I would say most of my friends, I, like my one of my best friends, she did have her father was in her life. I don't think they grew up in the same household, but like I remember he would come past the school sometimes, and we mm-hmm. would always talk about how cute he was. Mm-mm-mm, but fast ass. Um, no, nah, I think a lot of my friends, you know, single moms. Um, single parents and just going back to something else that you just said like you wonder if your mom like feels bad because of what happened you know moms in that situation shouldn't feel bad because you did what was right it's the the man who should be feeling bad about anything for in situations you know I guess where they knew Mm -hmm. you know it's the fault of the man it's not you know the mom's fault because you stayed and you raised the kid like any nurturing good-blooded person would do um, you know, all that, all those bad feelings should be on the father right? who uh, ran out or, you know, didn't step up to the plate for whatever reason I always and then got turned this... around and did it with somebody else. And it was mm-hmm. like, well, damn, like, well, what was wrong with me? Let me ask you a question about that. Then do you feel like if a person gets pregnant, right? Let's say it's not even a real relationship. It's just like a kind of fling thing. Mm-hmm. And the lady gets pregnant and the guy makes it clear as day. I don't want this kid. I'm not going to be involved. Do I still feel bad if he follows through with his word and she, if she chooses to have the baby. <clears throat> do you feel bad? No, not me. I'm saying, Wait, is that, I'm saying... he's still a trash person. Oh, yeah, But do yeah, we yes, he put is, extra because... on him because he told her clear as day and she chose to make the choice to say, I'm going to be a single mom. He should have wore a throat. condom or had a vasectomy. <laughs> it takes two people to make a baby. So okay. you, okay. you still agreed, trash. Agreed. Also, I'll be wondering sometimes like when a dude has like a bunch of kids with like different women. Mm-hmm. So when you like woman number four, the fourth woman, and he already abandoned his three other kids. What do these women? Why do these women think he all of a sudden going to take care of this the fourth one <laughs> when he gave up on everybody else? Because we always, I think women always think that they are, they are special, they are the one. And I don't. When it gets to like really high numbers, like that Cromartie dude, yeah, yeah, who has but like seventy five. He kids. finally got the final wife. Who they got like six kids together. Well, he had enough practice. He damn sure better get it together by the twenty first, baby mama. I think you have the fourteen. Oh kids. my god! Speaking of that, I was what? looking on. Um, I don't know if it was real, but Target has cards that says, um, "Happy Happy Baby Daddy." Yeah, so I, I saw about that. I saw that. I'm mad about that. Yeah, I hate when people say baby dad. Just, just say the father of your child or the, right. or the mother of my child. And then child. y'all making money and tr- trying to commercialize, you know, what would be. What's the word? What's the smart word for it? Mm, I ain't too smart. A pathology in the black community where... Also, while, while you're talking about that, yeah. can we please make it clear that it's not just black pe- uh, uh, people... It, they always try to put this this note on us well, that it's just us doing stuff. And then the card had black people on it. That's the first card I've done seen that wasn't Harmony or something <laughs> black with black people, people on, it. on it, but y'all want to put black people on the mm-hmm. baby daddy card. But yeah, Shoot. white fathers and all races of people, um, if you look at the statistics... They leave their children, especially poor people. Uh, it's it's kind of like a social economic thing, and it's not. But they make it seem like just like they do with the black and black violence thing, where it's just black people doing things, and black people only black people hurt other black people, and only black fathers abandon their children. Mm-hmm. No fathers of all races, white people, Asians, whatever, abandon their children or are not a part of their kids' life. It's not just a black thing. Don't believe the don't believe the, the hype hype. and the lies. All right. Well, can we um? Because we we spend a lot of time talking about. Us not having dads. I do think we should get some time to praise any men that were in our lives as strong father figures growing up. Do you have anybody you want to give a shout out to? 
I mean, <clears throat> my uncles were fun. My they, you know, they played with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, and and no, but no, I really didn't. But just shout out to my other best friend, Corey's father, who is always so loving to me what when is- I go to um, any of their um, family events. Hmm. And he even, the other, last time I saw him, he said, you know, we can't wait to come out and celebrate you. Now, I don't know if he would really, like, come and celebrate me. I but think he would. it was very getting choked up just thinking about it. He had no reason to say that. I think he definitely would. So, that's all I want to say. Mm, you, y'all getting emotional. Me, definitely my grandfather, who, my you know, my mother's father, was a great figure in my life. Very, um, passed away now, but very, uh, taught me a lot. Very vital, always there for me. Um, so I don't really, and you know, he just died within the last, I think he died seven years ago. So it's been a long time ago, but I was always, you know, fully grown by then, um, a grown up. So he taught me a lot of stuff, really loved him, showed me a lot of love, showed me um, a strong father figure, a strong male role model. A lot of things that I learned about, you know, uh-huh. being a guy. I learned, I guess I shouldn't say being a guy, but what standard things about being a guy you learn from him, you know, work hard, pay your bills on time, be on time in general, don't waste other people's time, mm-hmm. that, all that kind of stuff. So he was he was good. Um, uncles, same thing. I had uncles, they were around, they were fun. Uh, both of them were good, you know, good guys, had their faults of their own. Um, they stay, you know, they was actively involved in their kids' lives. Uh, one of my uncles that was actively involved, especially when I was in that age, when I was, um, you know, kind of turned into a teenager, he would make go out of his way to come off his job and like just do little stuff, like go play ball with us, uh, yep. pick me up to go around to the court just to play basketball, which not not a big thing, not not a big effort, not a big thing that he that you know was a lot of effort on his part, but little stuff like that. Um, he had like little stuff like. Uh, he had like a bunch of shoes. He would give me some shoes sometimes. He would buy me like a, a, a like a jacket or something like that. Uh-huh. Just little stuff like that, just to show, as my uncle, just to show some love back to me. And he did that for my um, other cousins and stuff like that too. Oh, that's funny. And then, uh, I, and I also I had a stepfather. So <laughs> <laughs> how you gonna bring that up last minute? I'm I'm, th- I'm talking about like my my my, uh, my mother was married to my little brothers and sisters' okay. dad, mm-hmm. and. For what we didn't have a bad relationship, but just never really had like a really bond to me. Like I feel like we never really had like a connection. It wasn't like nothing either of us was doing. It's just like you know, I think I was at the point where. How old were you when he when she got remarried? Uh, well, they got married late. They got but they were together. Oh, you know. So you were probably like a teenager or something when he. When they got married, no, no, no. I was, oh. I was like some of my like not even probably ten or something. Oh, okay. But I was like a teenager when they got married. But when they were just together. And I think a part of it may have been like, okay, especially when they started having like uh, my brother and my sister, maybe I was like, oh, now she kind of starting up with a new family, mm-hmm. which, uh, which of course was ludicrous because she always showed me the same love, but it was this you had little teenage, fans. little young feelings. Then you're like, oh, you just don't understand everything. You're trying to get the grasp of it, but just never really had a real, real bond like that with him. Even though he was a decent guy, he was like, he never, like, he didn't try to beat me. He wasn't mm-hmm. mean to me. He wasn't rude to me, but we just never connected. Do have one story though. Back in those days, I was like deep into like shoes and like Jordans and all that type of stuff. So one time he did go through a lot of effort to help me find a pair of Jordans that I wanted to get really, really bad. Took me to multiple stores, calling places, driving back and forth. And then when I even got there, I was short on the money a little bit and he fronted me a little bit of money um, to make sure I ended up getting these shoes, even though they was a half size too small. 
That's how bad I wanted you them. You so pressed I still again. got them. So that was one. I was because I was thinking about in preparation of the story, just about that in general. That was one real positive uh, story that I had with, um, you know, I guess my stepfather. They divorced oh, now, but they were together for many years and two kids from it and all that jazz. But he was, you know, he was overall a good guy. But I just just not really vibe with him, connect with him. But in general, those those is it. And then throughout life, did I have any other like male role models? Well, why do you think on that? Let me. I can't think. Go for it. Let me not uh, omit my grandfather. When we moved to um, Maryland, we, you know, we did live with him. So that was, you know, he, you know, I did have a, a period of time where I grew up in the house um, with the male figure. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my grandfather. Um, right. For that, but like, nah, not really. I don't have any like experiences like that. Um, just always appreciated the time, you know, that I did get to spend like with some of my uncles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad we, you know, trying to end this on a positive high note. Of course, note. of course. Um, like everything don't got to be a negative. Like I said, I, we still both turn out really well. Adjusted. One I mean, of you us do like old. You do like old men now Is with that... gray pubes because of a lack of a father figure in your life. I Stop do, hitting me. I do not. So what does that mean? What does that mean? I mean, you da- just see what that does that daddy lot. issues mean? And how come you never hear mommy issues? And what does that mean? What does daddy issues really mean? Daddy issues just means that you didn't have a like a strong male older role model in your life. So now as you grow older, you look for that in romantic relationships. Because you want somebody to be like a father figure, like a authoritative figure. And it's because you didn't have a father, a male, strong male role model in your life. So you need one now to guide you. And that's so, what they say. That's what they say. And I could, there was only like one relationship I had where the person was older than me by like 10 years. But mm. I definitely wasn't looking for him as a father figure. But I think there might be a little bit of something to it because I do have a lot of male friends and I value those friendships. And But I don't think I'm looking for a father figure because, you know, I'm bossy and, you know, I joke around. I'm just playing. Um, they're more like brothers to me, but um, but you got I, me as I, a I got father you figure in, in your in life. A couple, couple, couple other homies, and I just wonder, like, why do I like have so many male friends? And I guess just part of me just looking for, you know, the guidance and advice mm-hmm. that you all do give me um, from time to time. Okay, you can call me Daddy Carlos from now. I now. will not. <laughs> now let's end the show. Let me give, let me give you your allowance. <laughs> you get five dollars a give week. Give me some allowance now. No, you get to nothing. Shoot. shoot. But anyway, happy Father's Day, everybody. You are a strong father in your child's life. Keep up the good work. Yes, happy Father's Day. You are just as important as the mother, even though your holiday (laughs) isn't as good. Um, Just be there. Be strong. Tell your kids you love them. Do more than just, uh, especially my guys to my, my, uh, male to to male, like fathers to sons. It's okay to hug your son. It's okay to kiss your son. It's okay to tell your son you love him. Teach your son. Be affectionate with your son. So he, in turn, will one day be infection with his son if he has one of his children. It's okay to teach a male or a boy to be have feelings and have emotions. There's nothing wrong with that. We're all it's human. not going to make them anything that they Weak weren't already going to be. Exactly. Trust me. Personalities is kind of kind of how we are. So if you're going to be soft or weak, you're just going to be soft or weak. If you're going to be gay, you're just going to be gay. Nothing. Loving your son more is not going to make, make them gay. gay. <laughs> it's just going to make them love you back more. So yeah, forget all that idea. But happy Father's Day to us, to us non dads. Happy non Father's Day. Happy right, to these kids with no fathers. Oh, one, know. one, one final note. Sorry, what? if you are a single mother, you can't celebrate Father's Day by saying you are the mother and the father. You're not the mother and the father. But you're the parent. You still have Mother's Day for you. You don't have to make Father's Day about you as well. If your kid is feeling 
upset we, about not being involved, participating in Father's Day, maybe you can find an uncle or a grandfather or another male role father figure that they can maybe make a call for, or give some praise to because they're in their lives. But there's no such thing as saying you're the mother and the father, so you get Father's Day just because the father is not around. That that, that makes no sense to me. I never understood that. Well, I think it's because they, like you said, they are the parents, so they never get a break. So that the the things that the kid might go, might have had to go to the father for, they do got to come back to the mother. So technically, they can celebrate it if they want to, because mm-hmm. he, if he's not around, I don't know too many women who are out here like, oh, it's Father's Day, you better take me out. In the first I've place. seen that though. I, You've I, seen I, the more and more where they're talking about that. You say Maury? More, no, more and more. Oh, like more. it's a it's a new trend where you're oh. seeing more people talking about something. I'm the mother and the father. No, you're you're the mother. You're the primary care, uh, caregiver, and, and you're maybe the single parent now. So, but just just don't celebrate Father's Day, or just ignore it, or like I said, find another. If you have another male figure, maybe your daddy around, whatever it may be. But don't try to make Father's Day a mother's Father's Day because it just doesn't make sense. It's not logical to me. Or do whatever okay. you want to. That's yeah. my my two cents. Your two pennies. any uh, any um. Any final words, anything you want to say? Do you want to cry about Corey's dad again? No, I don't want to How cry about Corey's dad, but I was like, oh, Corey's going to be so a good dad, I think. Sweet. Corey's going to be a great dad. That He is expecting uh, a child in August. Baby shower is in July. Corey, if you're listening to this, shout out. He, he's going to be an, yeah, he's going to be an awesome father. Like, yeah, I think so. Awesome, awesome person. Cool. Human being. So, yeah, that's all I ha- Oh, and shout out also to our boy, Rob Jackson. Oh, Rob Jackson was also a father. Awesome father Happy Father's Day, Rob. And, uh, being. And to your other friend, I don't know if we can say his name on the podcast. Uh, forget it. Eh. Well, well, anyway, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to him, too. Okay. All the good fathers, happy Father's Day to you. All the bad fathers, it's not too late. Yeah, it's never until too late. Until you die, unless, it's never too late. Unless your kid's 20 and you're like, oh, yeah, true. It's too late. If your kid is 20 and then you just, <laughs> first time you meet him, don't tell him how they should feel. And you'll <laughs> never hear from him again. Right, right. All right, so let's get out of here. Um, remember to like, rate, review. Find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find great podcasts. Do like our boy J. Del Negro did and send us an email. Yes. Ask us questions. Hope we answer your email. I think we got the answer, right? I mean, I feel like we answered the question. I feel like we answered the question, like we answered the question and from I what sent we him understood. An email. Yeah. Oh, th- thank you. See, at least you said thank you for listening. We're going to follow up on the next episode. Make yeah. sure you listen. Uh, listen to his uh, podcast, the By the Chance podcast, which is a podcast that I like. Um, he has this thing where he like interviews, I want to say like, they're like regular people, but they might have like interesting stories. Ooh, okay. So you should listen to those. Those are pretty good. Um, but it's called the, the, by the chance podcast. And I think he's out of Baltimore or the Baltimore area. Oh, so he's local. Ways. Uh, also, so send us emails at the PLP podcast at gmail.com. Go to Instagram, like our post. Christy going to give us something fire this week. I think for the thing at the PLP podcast on, um, Instagram. And that's it. No more final words. Happy Father Day once again to all the daddies. I guess F you to all the no day. <laughs> yes. All right. Y'all. All I'm right. Down. Then. This is Carlos D. And this is Christy. See ya. Thank you for being friends. Oh, 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 yeah. Tell the devil, the devil, the devil. Hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah.